0: You smell bad. 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 You
1: smell bad. You 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 smell bad. Don't touch me. You, you stink so shitty. You drive me crazy. Shit, you stink. you stink. You stink. You stink. I hate you. I hate
2: you. You stink. Welcome to the joke workshop here on Mutiny Radio every Monday from six to eight. Comedians bring you their new jokes. Some of them will smell bad, some of them will smell great. We're all gonna throw our shit against the wall and see what sticks. Please remember here at the Joke Workshop, it's a really inviting, welcoming, wonderful place where we're so supportive of each other. And I mean that like for real, even though that sounded a little sarcastic. Um, What happens on the Joke Workshop is that comedians are gonna do four minutes, and then there's going to be four minutes. A commentary by a panel of their comedian peers. And on the Joke Workshop, we always want to remember, if you're going to feed someone a shit sandwich, at least make the bread taste good. Make a compliment sandwich. So you say something nice and then you put the poop in the middle and then you stack it on a nice toasted brioche bun. And wow, it makes the poop taste better. All right, I'm going to do a little sound check. We'll be back in just a minute here on the Joke Workshop. Don't
1: me, you fuck! You stink so shitty! You're me crazy! Shit, you stink!
2: All right, everybody. Here we are at the Joke Workshop. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin, hanging out every Monday from 68 p.m. on MutinyRadio.fm. Because we have uh, a lighter showing of comedians this particular day, we are going to just do whatever you guys want. As as much time as you want to do, I'm not even going to honk you. Like, just kind of keep going until you don't want to go anymore. (laughs) However you want to work it all right here. We go everybody put your hands together for our first comedian here tonight on the joke works up it's Sange.
3: So uh, I know uh, the bill Cosby news is old like the women he raped uh, I Mean yeah, right now. all right, honestly, there's still people who say that he's innocent, you know and, like, 50-plus women spoke out against him. Like, even if we say that Bill Cosby isn't a serial rapist, can we at least say he's a rapist? Like, can <laughs> we at least get something? Like, honestly, if it was the 80s, they could have had, like, a rape hotline just for Cosby victims, you know? Uh, I s- heard that Sesame Street is... Uh, uh, Goddamn it, I forgot my train of thought. Oh, yeah, I heard Sesame Street is putting on their first autistic character. No. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is really surprising, you know, because I thought everyone on that show was autistic already. You know, like Elmo just says no friends, talk to his fish. You know, count, just compulsively counts that. One, two, three, one, two, one, two. All the characters are multicolored from the mercury poisoning. the, I don't know. I wonder if... I wonder if autistic people know they're autistic, you know, because it's not like race. Like if you're someone who's like you're Mexican, it's like, no, I'm not. It's like, yeah, you are. It's like, oh, yeah, I guess I am. You know, autistic people. It's like, you're autistic. It's like, no, I'm not. Everyone else is just really extroverted. Uh, I used to work at a department store. And uh, the thing about that is one day we were closing up. We were closing at nine o'clock my coworker, Kevin and I. And just as we were closing, a black gentleman walked into the store and I'm like, sorry, sir, we're closed. He was like, oh, I see how it is. It's like, no, sir. Like, seriously, we're closed at nine. Like, he's like, okay, I see how it is. It's like, no, like I'm, I'm racially sensitive. Okay, I don't adhere to racial profiling. And then he just looked at me and I looked at him and then he held me at gunpoint as I emptied out the cash register, guys. It was, uh, he beat Kevin to death with Air Jordans. And uh, honestly, it's on Kevin. It's on Kevin. Kevin's Japanese. He should have known karate. You know, that's on him. Uh what else? What else? I used to think I could be a a good a good rapper, but then I realized I speak English way too well. You know? Like Drake is a really good rapper. Seriously, guys. He's a real <laughs> He's a really good rapper for a Vietnamese country singer. That guy is fucking fantastic. Started from the bottom, now we're here, you know? Like, if Drake actually couldn't speak English, that would be really good. Like, subject predicates, like, wow, good job, Drake. Like, next week we'll work on grammar. Like, we're just taking baby steps here, you know? I don't even know what he's talking about. Started from the bottom. Like, from the bottom of what? Like, Meek Mill's asshole? Like, what are you talking about, Drake? Do you guys follow? uh, Do you guys follow rap feuds? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Maybe that just wasn't funny then. Uh, (laughs) Let me think. What else? I know that uh, white people run local government because every public safety sign is passive aggressive as hell. You know, like you go through a park, it's never gonna be like, "Hey, stop smoking." It'll be like, "Thank you for not smoking." You know, if you walk into a store, it's like, "Don't steal anything." It's like smile you're on camera <laughs> uh, I was at the airport recently and uh, I was standing behind this Middle Eastern gentleman he was like hardcore Middle Eastern he had the robes <coughs> and the, the turban and everything and I guess he thought I was Middle Eastern I'm not but I guess he thought I was he turned around and he started talking to me in Arabic and I just kept nodding like yeah yeah whatever let's just move it along you know we walk through the line. We walk towards the, the terminal. And right before he boards the plane, he t- stops. He turns around, he looks at me, and he goes, and he just walks right into the plane. I'm just having heart palpitations, you know? Arrow's just trying to calm me down. Sir, are you okay? Do you need some water? It's like, fuck no, I don't. Okay? That plane's going into, I, like, I need to go to Miami. That plane's going into Obama's window, you know? Like, I didn't want to board the plane with that guy, but I did, and it was the scariest flight of my entire life. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, part of me was sad. Like, I didn't want to disappoint him, you know? Like, he throws me the pocket knife and I fumble it, you know? And in that moment, like, I know behind that beard is a frowny face. It was tough. We landed. We landed safely, thank God. And uh, I think it's because he botched the mission. Because I heard him on the phone afterwards. And he either said psoriasis or "sorry, Isis." And for those of you who don't know, psoriasis is uh, not a real thing. It's uh, (laughs) a... It's a made-up disease because pharmaceutical companies are just making up diseases now, guys. You know, I was watching TV. They had, a, they had an ad for uh, dry mouth. 20% of Americans suffer from dry mouth. Ora moist may alleviate symptoms. I think Aura moist is a tiny water bottle, guys. Like straight, like what the hell? Like in Africa, dry mouth is just mouth. You know that? Mom, I have dry mouth. That's because there's no water here. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Thanks, Mom. I, uh, what else? Oh, my roommate just uh, applied and qualified for disability insurance. He listed his disability as lactose intolerance. And I was pretty surprised. I was su- as surprised as you guys. But uh, I thought about it. And I think that that response combined with his credit score was enough to convince the State Department he was actually retarded. Like, like we got to help this guy, man. You know? My roommate just sits around. Complaining about all the sex he's not having he hasn't paid rent in three months, you know just complains I wish you had a hand job. I wish you had a real job to be honest (laughs) What else what else Hipsters Let's (laughs) let's talk about hipsters. I don't know what the hell the deal is with hipsters, you know They just I don't know who they think they are just standing there with their capri pants and their, their their vape in the shape of a pipe You know, it's like, what are you even doing, dude? Like, you look like Sherlock Holmes and you smell like Willy Wonka. Like, what the hell is going on? You know? I think that all hipsters secretly want to be normal again. But they, uh, they're too afraid to admit it. Like, they don't want to admit that they were wrong for so long. (laughs) You know? Let me think. What can I end on? That'd be... Uh... Okay. Okay. Sometimes on the BART, you just gotta imagine that uh, that what's happening is not really happening. You know, like sometimes, and by sometimes I mean very often, my seat is sticking to my pants, and I just like to imagine that a little girl was just sitting on there, drinking lemonade, and the train stopped too fast, and she dropped some lemonade. Even though there's a dude ejaculating right next to me, I just have to imagine that. Thank you so much, guys. Back to. I hate
2: Houston! Yay! Sanjanawa! Hey, yeah, comments! Comments, yeah. Uh, all right, the way it works on the Joke Workshop is after you do your set, uh, people give you comments, so if you guys want to comment on a set, there's a, a microphone over here with a little red knobby thing. Just stand by that, or you go sit up in front where Tommy McGuire is right now, where he has comments.
4: Uh, that was good, man. Um, with, I think, your, your energy uh, was Good for this this venue and uh, just be able to go as long as you want or whatever. <laughs> um,
3: yeah, I paced myself, energy, yeah. <laughs> energy wise. Yeah, energy it's a marathon. You, I, I
4: do think you could uh, inflect some certain uh, inflect certain words, okay, to make them uh, pop and stuff like that. Especially if you are, because you're, you're very, you know, whatever calm. And if you boom a couple times, like I'm louder, you know that. But mm-hmm. uh, whatever, whatever. But it could just help. But otherwise, uh, the Drake thing. Mm-hmm. One, the Meek Mill. Reference was, to it, it could be better, okay. or it could be just, uh, I don't know. I don't. I can't think of a, a better one. But what if know. I
3: said like, do you guys know what rhyme.com is?
4: Rhyme.com? No.
3: No. Okay. Oh, <laughs> All right. It's a website. I was gonna say like, start it from the bottom of rhyme.com or something. Well, I would. Is, I would.
4: I bring up fucking goddamn Aubrey shit and Little Jimmy shit. We have an insult back home called Little Jimmy. Because he was little Jimmy on the show, and you're such a little fucking Jimmy, and Sorry. you know what that means. Now he's yeah, exactly. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, uh, and Or you'd be like, I started, you know, started from the bottom of a wheelchair that I didn't actually need, because I was fucking acting. I'm a fucking actor. I'm a goddamn little. P- anyways. All right, yeah. I hate Drake. <laughs> yeah, I hate that I love the second to last mixtape even more so. Anyways. Uh, going, anyways, what? Uh, and so you start that bit off about I, uh, I always want to be a rapper, but I speak too well, or what was it? Uh, I speak English too well. Yeah, I speak English too well, and it's like, there's no room for articulation in hip hop, okay. or, or something along that along that line. Uh, the psoriasis, se- the psoriasis segue mm-hmm. into the pharma, big pharma mind tune and all that stuff. Uh, I'm a little a little offended because I don't have psoriasis, but I was once going down on the girl who did, and I didn't know what the fuck it it, uh, it was, that is and it just it yeah. fucking exists. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And one of my friend, another one of my friends actually fucking fully suffers. From, it's fucking gnarly.
3: Yeah, so, no, I know, I know about it. I just, I needed to uh, deny it for the joke. Yeah, all right, I <laughs> it. <Okay, laughs>
4: yeah. I was just like, wait, I, you know, only cause I only mean, because that's, it's like scarred in me. And I was like, wait, it fucking exists, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can no, show dude. you. Yeah. and then I feel you. Yeah. Uh, the 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 hipster thing about you know they wish they can go back. Yeah, like they've passed the point of uh, hipster return. Uh, you know, you can't you can't make your earlobes grow back or the shitty tattoo. Like, <laughs> You know what I mean? Or, yeah. the, or the hand tattoos or visible you fucking can't. tattoos that yeah, you yeah. wish you didn't get when you were 19. You or can't
2: maybe, make yeah. your earlobes grow back. That's very, very funny. That's weird. very yeah, funny.
4: something that, because like, <laughs> they literally can't, like, they literally have to do that. When you get those fucking piercings, you have to live with that fucking decision you made when you're in fucking 19. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can relate. So, yeah. Anyways, but good
2: shit, man. I was fucking solid.
3: Thanks, guys. Yeah. Uh, did you guys have comments. any thoughts on the
2: Elmo autistic bit or... Uh, I very much enjoyed the. I enjoyed the Sesame Street joke. You enjoyed the Sesame Street. I do. Street? I like the whole thing. Okay. Yeah,
5: I thought it was good. I thought there was room for uh, spectrum bit. Like it's weird to hear about autism without hearing about the autistic spectrum.
3: Oh. Like, I all mean, the people who are autistic on different
2: levels, I guess. Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. I feel like that might give it a bit more structure, but it worked. Okay, and
2: you can funny. and you can always throw in um, Asperger's and say that it's like a puppet, like it's Asperger. Like, yeah. that's the only place you can actually have Asperger's is on a puppet. Like, there's actually a burger <laughs> on your ass, like, as a puppet. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, I know it's A-S-P-B-G-E-R-S or something like that. But, yeah. I mean... I, I, I don't have a problem with you making fun of autistic people. I don't, does yeah. anybody else? I don't, is, is that terrible of me to say?
3: Oh, no. I don't have a problem with that. I just want to know if it's funny.
6: Yeah.
3: I'm not talking about PC-ness. I just want to know if you guys laughed or not. Right. Yeah. I,
6: I just wouldn't say retarded, probably. Yeah. Yeah. That you would th- be my only note. Okay. Yeah. Did, did you say retarded in that joke?
2: Yeah. yeah it's best not to say retarded. Yeah. But, okay. you know, especially if you're already saying, and it, if you bring in the spectrum stuff too, if you actually use the right terminology and then yeah. you say retarded, it'll be like, whoa. It, yeah, it
6: just won't age well.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ret- retarded won't age well. Okay. Sweet. Sounds good, guys.
2: Yay. Keep it going for Sanj Noah. Yeah. Yay. Well, now everyone knows how the joke workshop works. So um, we're going to have four minutes. I'll honk you guys. With the horn, that means you have a minute uh, and then wrap it up and then stay up on stage just like Sanchez did and everybody will give comments and all that kind of stuff. So yay, Joke Workshop, yay. Uh, our next comedian is Super Funny Guy. I think this is his second or third time. First there was the funeral and he did comedy there and then he was here last Monday and he's back. So I don't know if he did any comedy in, the, in between times, but he's really, really astute at this for being a super beginner. So put your hands together and laugh very hard at the jokes of Adarius Bell. Yeah.
1: Don't touch me, you're You stink so shitty! you Hola!
7: How you guys doing? <laughs> Woo hoo Actually I'm not happy. I don't know why I'm like getting all happy. Um, really frustrated and maybe i should tell you guys a little bit about it i had some comedy i was gonna write up and tell some jokes just like last week but uh since we have enough time to go on a rant for just a little bit, i'm gonna go on a rant um the other night I came home and uh i hear oh me so oh, oh me so uh playing in, in the bedroom and uh you know my girlfriend she she lives at the house we live together and The bed, the lights are off, the doors closed. I'm like, what the hell's going on in the room? Crack open the door, I see a Apple logo and nothing else. Run to her laptop, grab it, and I look, and it's fucking Magic Mike. It's fucking Magic Mike. You guys laughing a little bit. This shit has fucked my household up. Fucking Magic Mike. When, when When the fuck did white guys become the representative of the big dick community? I mean, I thought that was supposed to be me, man. Like, I thought it was supposed to be me, man. Uh, man, Dingo was like the number one dude to be in the big dick community. He's been replaced by some motherfucker named Aiden, or Kyle. This shit's <laughs> fucked up, man. It's like a hard way to live, and now all these black dudes, they like hitting me up like, man, this shit's rough, bro. We out here, we need to do some shit, man. So we meeting up at night, wearing all black, up there throwing up signs, not regular signs. We throwing up signs like, Black dick matter in the street signs. We going out, man, hella late. Nobody could see us, what we doing? Twerking, cause we gotta twerk, we gotta fucking practice. Uh, My other homie, he took a baseball bat and I was like, what you about to do? He's like, man, I gotta stretch my dick. I was like, god damn, man, this shit's rough, bro. This shit is fucked up. Channing Tatum, what the fuck is a Channing Tatum? You might know what a Channing Tatum is. It sounds like uh, like something's fucked up on your undercarriage. Like, uh, hey, girl, how you doing? Nothing, girl, just chilling. You want to go out tonight? Yeah, let's go dancing. Ooh, I can't go dancing. Why, girl? I got that Channing Tatum. Or like, yo, bro hits you up like, bro, hey, bro, what's going on, bro? Nothing, bro, I want to go on a hike. Oh, cool, bro, let's do that. Uh, but actually I got that that thing that fucking Channing Tatum. I mean this shit just it doesn't make sense of a name of a factor I hate Channing Tatum. He's fucked up my household. And then they had the nerve to make a fucking another one a fucking XXL like double the bar double the dick <laughs> It's like they started off with these big-ass banana hammocks doing like thigh-to-thigh tether ball shits And now my house is ruined Um, I can't go home at night. Um, I sleep on the couch um, and practice my twerking. (laughs) Uh, um, I put one leg up, actually I have a broken knee. Um, I was at home, I was trying to do the pop. It's where you stand on both legs and you make it pop. Um, And my knee actually fucking popped um, and fell out of place. Um, Yeah, I, I don't really have much else to be depressed about but Channing fucking Tatum um yeah uh, if i get arrested tonight for punching somebody white i'm sorry let it happen i want to go to jail i want to get buff <laughs> i want to grab bars and twerk everybody mm-hmm. thank you
2: yeah darius bell hey tell him tell him tell him that joke you told us last week that one-liner uh, which one? The the one I don't want to give it away for our new people. The one about the store that you can buy things at that are oh, edible.
7: Oh 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 oh. So um, I was hoping to start a uh, restaurant in West Oakland. It would be really nice. It would be called Gentrified Chicken. Um, it would be three dollar chicken wings for everybody uh, who is white. Uh, one dollar for people of color. <laughs> Yay.
2: Yay! All right, Adaria Spell. We have people. We have uh, Tess. We have Tess Berry here. On
5: uh, I really like the setup you started with. How you come home, you're like you're pissed off. So we got that going. You come home and you uh, hear the me so horny. But I'm thinking that maybe instead of saying playing from uh, the the bedroom, you just say I hear it from the bedroom because mm. for a second there I was wondering if maybe she was cheating and that's why you Oh, person? she was. Like, I didn't know, yeah, I didn't oh, know, like, the level. Was. And then when, I think that kind of raises the stakes, and once you bring it down to Magic Mike, it yeah. kind of makes it that much darker. Word. Oh,
3: wasn't
7: your
4: girlfriend saying that? Yeah. Oh. I, I didn't catch that either. Yeah. Oh, word. word. Did, he, did he say it? Word. No, I might not. have just missed it. You
2: said you lived with your girlfriend, so that's okay. how he said it. was in okay, the okay. setup yeah, that yeah, he yeah, lived yeah, with, because yeah. he said, because I live with my girlfriend.
1: Yeah,
4: yeah. yeah. Word. So. Uh, that was good, man. All of stuff. Uh, you just gotta, you know, cut fat. Whatever, but um, good, good premises uh, With the Magic mic, It's like Fucking white appropriation Has reached levels of Now they've got dick size Now they got, they took our dick size They took everything, man That's fucked up It's
7: fucked up, man
4: yeah, You know what I mean? Like, we had, they took our style They took our music They took whatever, whatever, whatever But now they got dick size Like what the f- This will not stick you know, uh, They're winning They're and then, winning uh, And then for the You're going off about Channing Tatum Like what is a Channing, whatever He's like Fucking black people wouldn't even name their kid Channing, man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, that, what the fuck is a Channing? You know what I mean? Like, fucking, you got Jaquiz Rogers and shit. <laughs> fucking De- Debrick- DeBrickashaw. Ha Ha Clinton Dicks. And these are just fucking football players. And there's no Channing, you know, there's still no and black Channing. Channing. Doesn't, Channing doesn't qualify as a big, exactly. big name. I feel you. Like- and, and I almost want to steal this bit if you don't go with it, but just, like, uh, using that, like, White people names like fucking leaf and fucking all these crazy, r- usually rich Californian uh, yeah. white people names yeah. or just fucking sunflower or just whatever. Yeah, uh, it's just fucking the same thing as black people naming J- J- Debrickershaw. Of course, real name. And yeah, the,
7: these sunflowers got big dicks now though. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So yeah, so, but yeah. otherwise fucking great
4: shit. Now. Yeah,
1: well done, man.
2: All right, keep it clapping for Darius Bell. Yay, joke workshop, yay. Uh, don't be offended by the song that I have on loop playing over and over by a 1996 band called Reagan's Polyp that says, it's called You Smell So Bad. It's it's just because I think it's so funny to have it just on repeat all the time. But it's nothing about your jokes. You guys are all great and I love that you're here. Uh, Hey, we have new people here tonight, you guys, uh, who I've never—I might—they, I tried to tag them on Facebook, but we're not Facebook friends. So I'm excited they're here because I don't know how they found out about it, but it's very, very exciting. So uh, sometimes people take notes. That's a thing people do too. If you want to be a really good participant in this joke workshop, your next comedian uh, is going to be hilarious. I just know it. Put your hands together. It's Christine Madrano.
8: Thank you. Um, I just got back from New York, um, was there for a while. Um, and when I was there, I was walking down the street one day and a guy, he like looked me up and down and he was like, I bet you I could kill you with one punch. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ, that is the most aggressive neg I have ever heard. <laughs> Serious in the streets. No, but cat calling's is a big thing out there. Like the other day, when I was out there, <laughs> not the other day, but when I was out there, I was walking to the another day, and a guy was like, hey, you look like you have a honey cunt. Um, so I kept walking. And he's like, "Well, you're not gonna say thank you? Well, you're not gonna say thank you? And I'm like, so like, you almost understand how manners work. And a guy on a skateboard pull up next to me, and then he asked me the creepiest thing you could ask a girl who's walking alone at night. He was like, where are all your friends? <laughs> I know the river where you put them, Jesus Christ. And he was just like, I'm just a king looking for a queen. I'm like, weren't you just on a skateboard? (laughs) I feel like if your mode of transportation requires physical exertion, you're not a king, you're a flintstone, (laughs) that's how it is. Um, I had a good friend of mine who's, uh, she's going back to her motherland. She's going back to Nigeria. And was like, Christine, would you ever want to go back to your motherland? And I was like, absolutely not. No. I'm one generation away from washing clothes in a river. I'm not going back. I feel like just one passport being stolen away from being trapped there forever. We all look the same. Is what I'm trying to say. Read a lot of stories in the news. Um, I was recently reading about a story about how on a college campus they had, like, uh, a, a gang of guys who'd go and, like, rape girls. And they also had, like, Jared Fogle had that pornography child pornography ring. And I'm like, where do people find, like, that level of friendship? Like, I want that. That, like, down for whatever ride or die kind of trust that they have. I can barely get one of my friends to go see the new Malala documentary with me. <laughs> <laughs> my telethoscope c- commit a felon. I would love that. I kind of fell in love. fell in trust that they have with each other. Um, was just dating someone who was six, seven. Um, mostly because I hate my vagina. <laughs> It is weird dating someone who's, like, that much taller than me just because everywhere we went, it just looked like he was kidnapping me. (laughs) Like, 90% of that relationship was just me begging for piggyback rides. That's all it was. Um, I feel like sometimes workouts need better names. Like, I was just doing a a workout on YouTube, and it was called Butt Blaster. Like, maybe just do a quick Google search of that uh, the title (laughs) before you put it in. Not a good idea. I was at a party this weekend though, and I was talking to a guy when I was there and he was like, What do you do? and I'm like, Oh, I do stand up comedy. And he's like, Ah, a struggling artist. And it's like, excuse me, sir. More like thriving barista. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Playing drogue jokes and lattes is what I'm saying. I um I recently went to um atheist church. Let me tell you, just as bad as a regular church. No, um, oh, it's weird. I am an atheist and a friend of mine who, she picked uh, an eyelash off my face and then just threw it away. And I was like, what are you doing? I need every single wish I can have. I don't get prayers. I need, <laughs> need them wishes. Um, let's see here, what else do I want to do? Um, you know what? I'm gonna give some time back to the room. Thank you guys very much. Yay!
2: It's Christine Madrano. Stay up there. All right. And um, when I honk, you guys, you still have a minute left. That's just okay. the minute light, just for everybody else to know if you've never been here before. I like to use the horn because um, everyone on the radio can hear it, and you know, I think it's fun. Uh, but just so you know, so if you want to throw another joke in, feel free. Do you want to throw another joke right now?
9: Oh, right
8: now? Okay, sure. Just give us uh, one more because you didn't take your minute. Yeah, why not? Okay, let's see what we got here. Um, I I recently just did some stock photography modeling. Uh, that just means that my face looks like a person. Um, but I was just talking to one of my friends. She's like, hey, I just saw you in a pamphlet. And I was like, awesome, for what? She's like, for autism. <laughs> She's like, also, it was in Spanish. I'm like, you guys, I'm the face of Hispanic autism. <laughs> All I had to do was be Filipino. Apparently, that <laughs> is the key. <laughs> All right, then.
2: Yeah. Yay! Okay, clap for real for real this time, Christine Madrano. <laughs> it's a night for autism jokes. Da, 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 da. Okay, so who has comments?
4: I I have comments. I have no real critiques. Uh, how long have you been doing this? Like
8: five-ish years.
4: Okay, thank fucking God. like I well I've seen a lot of new people come to here I've never seen you here before and all that and you're you know first couple months and whatever and all your shit was very polished and you had just fucking jokes and uh all very lean and um yeah thank you yeah otherwise you don't need any critique from me but uh but yeah that was awesome I just want to make sure that you've been doing this way longer than I have to to (laughs) judge where I am because yeah but that was great great stuff
2: does anyone have any comments? Besides, she pretty much fucking rocked it and yeah. we all laughed and laughed so hard. Well, let's just take some more time fucking clapping then. It's Christine Madrano! Yay! Joke workshop, yay. Uh, all right, guys. I just uh, tagged her on Facebook so I know that she went to Vanderbilt? For realsies? I, I used to think... Not you, the next comedian. I saw her on the thingy... I, on the on the Facebooks, you went to Vanderbilt. Yeah, man. That's so crazy. I just thought I didn't even think that was a real place when I was a kid. And I used to play with Barbies. I used to like, be like, oh, and we're gonna go to Vanderbilt, you know?" Yeah. And it was something about like the jeans or something and the.
5: Yeah, it's real and it's full of people who look like Barbies. So. All you know, right. On point.
2: Sweet uh, Vanderbilt. Uh, she's super classy. I have no idea what she's doing here. You guys, put your hands together. It's Tess Berry. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
5: Um, I had Chipotle for lunch today. Who here loves Chipotle, Yeah. right? I'm like always up for Chipotle. Someone at work said, hey, you up for Chipotle? And I was like, yeah, I'm always up for Chipotle. And then I remember the time my mom took me to Chipotle to tell me my grandma died. And I think that was like the one time I wasn't up for Chipotle. <laughs> was not up for it. Uh, I was trying my way, trying to get here and I ran into that big Oracle event yeah, I did not expect that. There's some big event going on for Oracle, and they had all these big things up saying, you know, I don't even know, Jewel Osco, oh, you guys don't know Jewel Osco. Um, Macy's saved millions of dollars by surfacing clouds on devices. I don't know what any of it means. But <laughs> there's all this stuff about big data. I work in marketing, and a lot of people talk about big data, and I feel like we, find, we hear a lot about it Like we're all on our phones and there's all these articles that come out because we're all on our phones so they can collect all this data on us and then they harvest it and figure everything out about us only to tell us that we're on our phones too much. And I'm reading that article on my phone. It's a closed loop world. So you know you have a problem when you Google something and even the Yahoo message boards don't have an answer for you. (laughs) Example. Waving my arms helps me sneeze. No one else seems to think that, just me. Uh, Why do my arms smell like chicken noodle soup? Yahoo message boards does not know. And neither do I. So I have not updated my iPhone since like 8.01 or something. I know 9 is the new one. I'm, I'm like a whole gen behind. And so I don't have those new multicultural emojis, but my, <laughs> f- but my friends all send them to me. But I don't know if you guys know this. When someone tries to send you a face of another color, it uh, doesn't register, and they all just show up as a little alien face. (laughs) So all brown faces on my phone, only white faces show up, all brown faces show as little aliens. (laughs) I hope you guys, I just want everyone to know that. I don't think they thought about that with the new release. And also, uh, so my friend tried to show me this new emoji, like I I don't know, taco or cheese or something. And I couldn't see it, and I said, it just shows up a little alien, so he sent me a screenshot of our conversation, and I was like, holy shit, that's what I sound like? <laughs> Getting a screenshot or seeing your name pop up as a text on your friend's phone is the new hearing-yourself-on-voicemail. It's awful. It's terrible. 2015 is a great time to be alive, <laughs> am I right? <laughs> You know, we're, we're just now kind of accepting as a society that gender occurs on a spectrum and there's a lot of gender-bending going on. Drag queens wear these bright purple glitter beards and dresses and this bearded transgender woman won this big con- singing contest in Europe. And, you know, men have buns and women in Seattle are growing out their armpit hair and dyeing it purple. I'm just wondering when cis women's mustaches are gonna get cool. So you guys are saying not yet? <laughs> okay. I just want to dye mine purple instead of bleach it. I think that'd be fun. All right, that's all I got. Look
2: at that! Yay, Jazz Yay, yay! Uh, I have a comment first. I thought that you were going in a direction and you stopped yourself and it bummed me out. Like, with, why do my arms smell like chicken soup? <laughs> I was like, I need, like, write down, like, 20 of those ridiculous questions and choose your favorite five or something like that. You know what I mean? Because you only did two. Yeah. And I feel like that's really ripe for all kinds of, I mean, you can say anything. You said, why do my arms smell like chicken soup? That's, I. I mean, how weird can you get if that's, like, you know, <laughs> I was expecting it to, like, continue.
5: All right. You know? Yeah, cool. That's a good one
2: other comments, things you liked, stuff and stuff. this uh, uh, closer was great.
4: oh, Yeah, I got it. No, good shit.
5: Sis woman, what what? Born this way? I want to <laughs> I want to get a tattoo above my vagina that just says BT dub, like BTW. <laughs> born this way <laughs>
9: your uh, emoji alien thing is like one of the most original things like you got to keep doing that one that's one of the most original jokes i've heard in a while
5: thank you
2: apple for handing that one to me <laughs>
5: hobbing it up okay
2: cool i also enjoyed the um you had really great writing on that piece about the hair ending with the mustache that just mentioning the women in seattle it's, it flowed really well and the dying their arm uh, underarms purple it, all that really flowed really well you had very funny unique examples okay cool
5: all right. Thank you, guys. Yay.
2: That's Tess Berry. Yay. All right. All right. Well, our next comedian is one of the most controversial people here in the clubhouse, uh, or at least in Ship of Fools last week. Uh, he's kind of our favorite loose cannon. We never know what he's going to say or who he's going to offend or not offend. But um, I, I, the thing is, he's pushing the boundaries, which I, I mean, I appreciate, and he's working on some weird shit. So... Huzzah! Put your hands together, everybody! It's Tommy McGuire!
4: I can't stop doing that, cheering for myself as I go up. Yeah, it's me! I'm so stoked to see me. Uh, how you doing guys? Yeah, was was anyone here last Friday? Just me. Thank God. I uh I dropped the hard R. Pretty drunk, meant to do it. Woke up in the morning, and I always hate myself in the morning after an open mic, of course, but like not remembering, just remembering the fact that I said the N word on stage with a microphone in front of people on the internet. (laughs) Fuck, man. I am why there should be stricter gun laws. (laughs) Not, I would hurt anybody else, I would just be not here anymore. Oh, man. Uh, white people, am I right? Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, she says it's like controversial, but it's just because I, I talk about race as a white guy, but from a different little perspective. Uh, like, I really hate white people, and I was raised by white people. And I actually am biracial, so... I have an out kind of, but I really have to like explain, do a lot of explaining to realize, like, no, nah, man, I'm half Arabic, dude. But I was told there is by white people, so I'm s- super white. Culturally, I'm fully white. That's fuck. Uh, even with the appropriation. You know what I mean? Like, I've gone to, you know. Uh, but yeah, fucking white people, man. But like, it's. <sighs> like, white culture, especially white San Franciscan culture, is why I'm not offended by being called wigger or anything like that, man. Because if I had to choose, which I kind of did, right? I had to choose between white culture and black culture. And I was born in 1980. Fucking 36 Chambers came out when I was 13 years old. Fucking Illmatic came out when I was 13 years old. Anyways, a lot of fucking amazing goddamn art was created uh, when I was a sponge for that shit. And I just was like, punk rock, country hillbilly shit. Hair metal. All my cousins, all my racist ass uh, and homophobic cousins were really into hair metal and fucking like, basically, trant Chinese fucking you know whatever. Really weird. And they call me vaggot shit and like, uh, and I was like, yeah, and black people. You can. Uh, I just I just chose this side. It's just, a, it called to me, man. I don't know. Um, yeah, this is. Just, I gotta read what I was right Doing not doing too well. Just off the top. Um, yeah. All right, so here we go. This is uh, this is the N-word joke, guys. <laughs> yeah, ready for this? Ready to be offended? <laughs> can't wait. Uh, so yeah, I'm a white guy, and I've never been a victim of racism, at all. You know, I I've, I've used my white privilege in every way I can, and it's I'm cool with it because you know can't help it. But I've been a victim of racists before, for sure, because I grew up upstate New York, uh, in a city. Rust Belt, um, where there's, you know, the, the, the ghetto or the hood, and, and then there's surrounded by trees, and I was just surrounded by racists all through high school, man. I grew up in, I grew up in the city, but I moved to the suburbs, and uh, ra- racism was just fully accepted. We had a bus driver. I got kicked out of school. I had to go to goddamn Voltec, alternative ed thing. Our bus driver, who I thought was cool as fuck at the time, would let us smoke cigarettes on the bus. She would take a different route and let us smoke cigarettes on the bus. Also, this is like the, just as the internet hit and one of our, the biggest metalhead, gnarliest crazy psycho dudes had a list of racist jokes on paper, like the, that was like the first thing the internet produced. <laughs> <laughs> and she would turn off the music so he could tell racist fucking jokes. Totally cool. Like you could do that now with YouTube, with fucking cameras and all that. She'd be, fu- it'd be a, a huge story. This is just a postscript. I forgot this happened. It's not even a big deal to me, but I was just surrounded by racism. And by way of, like, being a victim of it is uh, I had to laugh along. Like, I had to react to the word nigger like you just did. (laughs) (laughs) And you guys aren't, like, fearful of getting beat up for reacting just like that or being ostracized for not being like, yeah, they love chicken. <laughs> I'll fucking kill myself. Uh, um, yeah, that was a shitty, li- kind of a shittier version of that joke. And I'm sorry for saying that word. It's not, I shouldn't be saying that. <laughs> but I'm trying to fe- find the context which deliver that where I don't get beat up by guys. But I'm glad there's actually n- non-white people here. So that t- have a little more balls and, you know, whatever. If I did, it's, that's the thing. That's a safe thing they're doing back home saying the N-word around fucking uh, white people Uh and there's a black dude around oh, oh, But yeah, it was awful. Um, all right, I got the horn. I'm going to I'm gonna do my closer because only three of you have heard it um, that I'm forgetting right now. Cool. Ah, there we go. Uh, I got in trouble with my job recently. True story. Uh, I got my hours cut in half. I work with teenagers. I'm an after-school program uh, counselor. I teach skateboarding and art and just how to not be a me when they grow up. Very good at my job. I love my job to death. But... I'm really good at my job, but I'm not very professional whatsoever. I'm 35, okay? I'm not professional whatsoever. Uh, And so they cut my hours because of how I was acting in like our meetings, our stupid ass meetings. I'm just fucking like, ah. I wasn't acting very professional. I was saying some unprofessional things, just doing me. And I got my hours cut, man. That's fucking bullshit. They hired me, okay? I showed up to my interview as a 35 year old man on a skateboard. I showed up to that interview dressed like I'm ready for a rap battle. <laughs> I ended our interview with, oh, for show, sure, man. <laughs> and they fucking hired me. And they're going to get in trouble for me. Uh, give me a... <laughs> <laughs> that was way subtler than just trying to repeat the word. Uh, they're trying to get me in trouble for being a professional, man. Fuck you. That's buyer's remorse. Deal with it. All right? All right. Thank you, guys, for all that. <laughs>
2: Yay, Tommy McGuire. It's time for comments here at the Joke Workshop. Yay. you guys have comments? Shall we, open up a, shall we open up a dialogue about racism here at the Joke Workshop?
5: Over here. <laughs> uh, the joke in the middle about the first thing the internet created was really good. Um, I think...
4: It's literally just a story that I thought of and why I hate... Like, you know, like whatever. Yeah that was going on back home. It was super cool.
5: Yeah, yeah. I think, um, like, that... Uh, those little tidbit, A tidbit like that that pops out, I think take note of those and maybe insert a few within the story.
4: Yeah, that's like... Because, again, like, when I said it last week, I just, you know, I... I, I said what I wanted to say, but I was drunk. But, uh, but I need to give examples, like because that's a fucking real thing that happened. Yeah. I learned 30 really awful racist jokes from... On my school bus. And, this, you know, the drive... It was... Yeah.
2: While smoking on your school yeah, bus. Oh yeah, smoking totally is uh, a good. Allow a good little tip.
4: to smoke it. on. Y- <clears throat> My dad's a, bus, a school bus driver now. Uh, and yeah, it's just, I don't know, weird, weird timing. The 90s, man. Uh, anything else? Oh,
2: leave it on there, please. It's been in and out now.
4: Also, do you, guys, you guys are new and and seem, uh, uh, I'm not going to call you social justice warriors because I hate that term, because it's just people who are like socially conscious and, and cool. Do you, do you guys have anything to say? Because that's the thing. I, I, I push boundaries or just whatever. But I'm trying to make light of. Like I think you should of... uh,
10: because everybody, your audiences are going to be colorblind. I think you should push in the fact that you're a white guy another ten more times in your set. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
4: yeah.
10: I'm a white guy. I well, like I wasn't sure guys. if
4: <laughs> I, I just I just need to let them
6: know. You know, I uh, I'm, I'm employable. Uh, this is more of a note for the host, but that. Uh, clown horn was incredibly well timed.
1: Oh, thank, <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah, I love it.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
6: there was a note for her and a joke on me. No,
4: <laughs> that's alright. No, 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 no offense. I can thick skin. Anything. I always try to time the Am horn get, to to, like, to help the people. About later? I like the bus driver. Yeah, I got, I'm gonna throw that in there because I do need examples of why how much. Well, why white people? But how like fucked up of an environment that was. Like, literally had to sit there and take it. And all my fucking other friends are black. And I was just like, eh, yeah, those guys, sure.
5: I think if you gave examples making fun of the kids who suck.
4: Yeah, and they're all fucking idiots. Like yeah.
5: describing just dumb stuff about them.
4: Well, I also want to get into a uh, thing about how racism is like easy. It's like the easiest thing in the world, and it's just, a, it's just an ego boost. It's just like, I'm a piece of shit white person with no fucking education and no fucking cultural understanding of anything besides my shitty ass life but I get to point the finger at fucking, yeah, but he's, at least I'm not one of them. <laughs> would sure suck, you know what I mean? Like it's, uh, it's such an easy thing and it's such a fucking addicting thing too. I've seen a lot of my friends like just like, you know, yeah.
7: This is just a resident black man voice speaking. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, uh, <laughs> I just, uh, I actually like the joke, but I would say if you're going to be controversial and you're gonna jump out there and do yeah. the motherfucking thing, yeah. You might have to revert back to your whiteness, my brother, and go real pasty. And at the time you're gonna drop it, just go nigger, and take it. You know, like fuck it. If you're gonna do it, do it, brother, and take it on a way where it's so fucking awkward that you took it, not just yeah. like a drop. Take it. I mean, hey, that's my opinion. If you're could gonna you, take it, you take, mean take just it.
4: Just my inflection, like I mean. Uh, I mean,
7: just make it a make it a hard sh- uh, or, or, or hardcore joke, and like really just make it harsh and jump out there if you're going to just make yeah. it just a word obviously it's going to offend people yeah, yeah. Um, that's the thing
4: i, w- I want to ju- i want it to be justifiable to where people you know like, yeah, that's sure. the thing i want to follow it up with i react just like you guys react i don't want people to whatever but just be uncomfortable for a second i'm like yeah i feel you that's i think you, i think you're
7: right in the middle of yeah. it and if you want to jump out there go all the way and then just yeah well, give the up. I, I think wrote it
4: fr- i wrote it friday performed it fucking an hour later and now I'm just punching it. Up I a think bit.
2: that what Adarius is saying possibly too is that if you make it a character out of it it's almost an act out. Like you become the pastiest whitest juggalo on the bus not a and you say it in a not a juggalo whatever like the one that likes you know Santana. I, no, I don't know what they like. What do they like? I don't know what the people on the bus like. Do you you are Santana's on the bus. Santana's a rapper? No, no Santana's not a rapper. I All right, like anyways, Kanye West I'm, I'm is airline. I'm taking a lot of time and we got uh, more people here. Okay know, so yeah Tommy McGuire yeah. Dealing with cultural issues here on The Joke Workshop on Mutiny Radio every Monday, 6 to 8. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin, and we are hanging out with uh, more new people who haven't been at The Joke Workshop before. So, everybody, clap your hands wildly and welcome our new guest. It's Olivia Haydar. <laughs>
6: all right that is an open top there so i'm gonna set this here all righty all righty all righty all righty uh so the other night uh i had a dream uh where i watched someone uh, very close to me uh, who i trusted dearly uh i watched as uh, they stole all of my money uh And there was nothing I could do about it. Uh, And then I woke up, and I realized, you know, I had that feeling like the dream is real, you know? Uh, Then I realized that I live in a van, and I have no money. (laughs) And the thief was me the whole time. (laughs) Uh, I am homeless and uh, I'm a transgender woman of color, so if anyone here was thinking about murdering anyone tonight, come and see me after the show. I'm your best bet in the hate crime triple crown. Uh, I've been trying to get back into dating recently, and, you know, it's, uh, it's, it, it's complicated because uh, uh, I'm a lesbian, and as it turns out, uh, most lesbians' ideal woman is not punk rock Fred Flintstone. <laughs> it's not what most of the ladies are looking for. Uh, but I have been trying to uh, work on some pickup lines. Uh, so uh, let me know what you guys think. I mean, this is a feedback mic. Uh, hey, girl, you can call me Syria, cause I'm constantly in crisis. <laughs> uh, cause yeah, I'm not very good at uh, at flirting or anything. Uh, there's uh, I was talking to this girl and uh, she asked me what my sign was, and I said I was a Leo. And she said, Leo, I'm a Scorpio. We could never be in a relationship. And I was like, I know, right? You believe in astrology? It'd never work out. Come on. Uh, let's see. What was I going to do today? Uh, so, oh yeah, uh, I've been doing some impressions. Uh, let me, uh, yeah, I'm doing some impressions. Uh, I'm going to see what you guys think of this one. Uh, so this is, uh, this is a gay man, uh, when he learns that the singer of only you is a monarch. <laughs> this is a gay man when he learns that the singer of only you is the ruler of a country. Yes, queen! All right. Thank you, 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 thank you. So, real quick question, guys. Another thing I've been trying to figure out: how many, like, like how many white dudes do you think have dislocated their shoulder, patting themselves on the back for not getting offended at anything? Just like a, like a rough estimate, a hundred. 200, all of them, literally every single one, Uh, but I I like to get uh, into fights on the internet. Uh, It's something I enjoy doing uh, because, you know, you get high and you want to get your adrenaline going. (laughs) It's a good time. It's cathartic. Uh, And what you hear a lot, if you criticize something someone says, uh, they say, oh, you're just overly sensitive. And what I hear uh, when someone says uh, overly sensitive is trying to be a better person. Uh, So you hear people say a lot of things like, God, with the PC police nowadays, you can't say anything, because everyone's trying to be a better person. (laughs) No one wants to laugh at my racist jokes anymore, because everyone's trying to be a better person. (laughs) I can't even go to my college's blackface party because everyone's just trying to be a better person. Come on. <laughs> uh, oh, so I do like to spend a lot of time on the internet. And, but I also, I get a lot of people who say to me, uh, Olivia, I bet uh, being transgender uh, gives you an advantage in comedy. Uh, <laughs> And I just don't quite know what they mean uh, by that. Uh, Not exactly the type of person who's going to appeal to a mainstream audience. Uh, It's more of a niche look. But uh, but it's totally ridiculous. Uh, The only time that being trans has ever given me any sort of advantage is on Throwback Thursdays. Guys. No one can top a trans person's TBT game. No one. It's not possible. Oh, oh, you used to be blonde? Oh, look at that. Oh, you were a child once as well. Oh my, how interesting. All right, thanks a lot, guys. You've been fun.
2: Olivia Hadar. Do we have any comments other than how awesome? Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome.
5: Uh, I really enjoyed your pace um, on some of those jokes where you took really long pauses, or there was one where you would be like, well, mm, you guys, like that. Uh, I really enjoyed that, that timing.
4: Thank you yeah you guys are all not like beginner open makers that's not that's, that's that's awesome I like mean, that was no, I that's mean, one of the best sets I've seen here in oh. a fucking long time and I've been here for almost like twice a week uh oh, yeah. for a year right for real so don't show up anymore <laughs> <laughs> no and all i have uh the fucking shit um i have a fucking the racist uh, frat party yeah what was that bit about again i'm sorry uh
6: it's uh the oh, because I'm trying to be a
4: better, to person. Be a better person. Yeah. Uh, don't take my advice because you're a better comic than me. Um, but uh, instead of like, I can't even ha- go to a uh, uh, my black my frat's race or blackface party. Yeah, I'm fucking retarded. That tincture, man, fucked me up. Uh, I can't even take pictures at my frat's uh, blackface party anymore because that's what gets them in trouble like, They're yeah. still having them, but they're like like it's like don't take your phone out shit. Yeah,
6: totally You know yeah. what I mean?
4: But uh, yeah, so just take the third advice away It's the only thing I thought of because that was a great set. Do, <laughs> right.
2: do people actually do that?
6: Blackface parties? They, oh yeah, it's crazy. I've never, and,
2: like, I've never call them, like, heard of Kanye that. Kanye
6: West parties yeah. or, uh, or I've uh, never thug heard parties?
2: This modern-day minstrelsy. I, oh yeah, yeah I yeah. had no there's, idea that was still going there's on.
6: So much blatant racism in the world. <laughs> it's I, fucking crazy. I
2: live in this strange. Yeah, they've San got Francisco all sorts. Bubbles. Yeah,
6: you can buy like Chinese makeup kits what? with like yellow makeup. Yeah. yeah, it's gross. It's awful. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs>
2: At college, too, they're so enlightened.
6: Spending their parents' money. Those those progressive college kids. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Assholes. Uh,
2: I hope that everybody um, claps again for Olivia like a crazy person. Yay! Uh, I want to let you guys know that we have strawberries. If anybody wants more strawberries, I have more in the fridge. And we have more guacamole and chips eat, please eat, you guys, I have this out for everybody and the guacamole is from Whole Foods, so if someone wants to take one of those home, because I have too many of them, please, please take them. Or if you want to take any apples on your way home because you need fiber in your diet, please do. Um, We get food every Monday, it's just a thing here at Mutiny Radio for whatever reason. Also, all of you new people, please friend me on Facebook because after the show I put everybody, I tag you and I attach the podcast so you can hear your wonderful jokes, (laughs) yay! Uh, Hey guys, we have another new comedian that I am excited to, new to us, not, probably not new in the world, but um, new to us, here at the Joke Workshop. Put your hands together, everybody, it's Heather
1: Massey!
11: Hello, hello. Oh, just kidding. That was a mic test. How's everybody doing tonight? Good, awesome. So I've recently been out of a five and a half year relationship. So sad. I know, I know it's so sad. but um, I like to take notes from relationships, you know, I'm like really anthropological about them. like what what is it I can do better?" And um, the last guy was great. He gave me some good notes. One of them was, "You're not the type of girl you want to fuck all night. You're the more the type of girl." You want to settle down and get married. And I was like, oh, I'll show him. I'll fucking show him. I'm irresponsible. And um, right? So have you guys heard of Netflix and chill? Of course. Well, when you're in a five and a half year relationship, that's just like a cute thing that kids say. So I was like, I really want to try this out. I love movies. I love smoking weed and chilling. I feel like I'd be really good at this. So I went out and perused some open mics and found some nice men. That's where they all stay, guys. And um, I got invited over to do some Netflix and chilling. And this is is how one of the nights went. My first one, I was really pumped about it. Also, what's trendy is projectors. And I'm not big into giving advice, but um, two dudes have now played the movie Drive for me while we're Netflixing and chilling. And if, like, I'm trying to fuck you, I don't want to see Ryan Gosling's face (laughs) on, like, a huge screen. It doesn't... It's not helpful. And also, like, the ambiance and the score of the movie is great. So, like, I'm just seeing, like, Ryan Gosling's face while we're fucking. But... So there's that one. So you want (laughs) to... Definitely not play that movie. And then the other one is, like all the free weed I get now. (laughs) I don't, I haven't been to a dispensary in months. (laughs) We got edibles, everything. It's just, it's great. So, but I just feel like my ex, wherever he is, he's missing out because I'm getting fucked all the time now. (laughs) All the time. No one's complaining either. So I'm I'm very confident now. See me after the show. Like an open mic, you can just sign up. A, <laughs> I'm, a back. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But um, let's bring it back to feminism a little bit here. Um, so, I am a feminist, proud one. And um, I also really like hip hop and rap music, but sometimes I feel like, uh, I feel a little dilemma. Because uh, they're not the most feministic people sometimes, if you listen to the lyrics. And um, there's a song by Usher and Juicy J called Shorty, I Don't Mind. And a little bit of the chorus was like, Shorty, I don't mind if you dance on a pole. That don't make you a hoe. Go get your money, money, money. Your money, money, money. Because I know how it is. Go and handle your biz. I'm like, wow, it's really catchy. I really mm-hmm. like the beat. But what if they changed it up a little bit? Said, Shorty, I don't mind if you pull all are studying. That don't make you a nerd. Go get your PhD, PhD. Your PhD, PhD. Because <laughs> I know how it is. Go and handle your biz. Like, We wouldn't have gold diggers. The rappers like they'd have to collect like money from their baby mamas because we'd all be CEOs, CFOs, and presidents. So I tweeted that at Usher and Juicy J, and they haven't gotten back to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool though. I think I think I think they like it. But so I was just feeling that out, and let's see what else do I want to work on. Oh, this lovely city of San Fran. We're up here from LA. Me and my cultural people in the back, as you, as you use us as your focus group, I loved it. Um, and I did notice the Oracle meeting going through town, and I just feel like, like wow, like if this city, this city just like, has a bunch of people in Mensa, like it's a giant Mensa convention. Everyone's very, very smart, just making all their algorithms. So I feel really good feeling, like breathing the air of billionaires. I just wanna know what that felt like. And it feels good still feel pretty poor though but I'm gonna go back to my two serving jobs also with Halloween coming up I'm really excited about it because I'm gonna work 16 hours and uh, my Halloween costume is gonna be a server um, but the server is getting tipped 20% or more so that's that's my great Halloween costume you guys have been great thank you Yay! That's Heather Matty, all the way
2: from LA. Yay. All right. Comments and the whatnot.
11: This is my level.
2: <laughs> We're all like, they're so and It's good cool too, we all hold hands and sing. Yeah.
11: <laughs> I'm down with kumbaya.
2: You're super comfortable on stage. I like your laid back demeanor and that you, I know I do, I, I liked it. You have a great energy that like drew me in and I liked your feminist jokes and I wasn't, I liked that whole PhD thing, that was great. You're really smart and smooth and good jokes.
11: Smooth. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> that's, how I, that's how I give head. I'm so sorry. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: Go, go up to a microphone. Oh, I
8: Thank you. Um, I love the fact that you're little and cute, and you could totally just make little cute jokes all night <laughs> and talk about, you know, getting <laughs> fucked and <laughs> fucking other people and <laughs> fucking other people while thinking about fucking other people, and you still look really <laughs> bad. I love this.
11: I really love it. So thank you
8: for Aww. not just being cute and totally, utterly, full of fuck jokes.
5: Yeah. It was really good. Thank you. Uh, I, just wanted to, I just wanted to say um, I re- the Ryan Gosling bit was really funny, but that movie is also brutally violent.
2: Mm. Oh, good point. Ooh, like
5: very, very violent. I <laughs> There, you, like, someone gets like curb stomped in that shit, and like yeah. shotguns through the face. So I would say I heard it's violent, but I have no idea. He mostly oh. stares. Yeah, it's mo- like fifty percent staring, fifty percent blood
2: <laughs> gushing. I, I haven't heard of it either because I don't Netflix and chill because I'm a, I'm in a relationship, so we just don't do that, you know. But uh, I haven't seen it yet drive with the kids what dude is putting sorry okay what's up <laughs> you, not... yeah, <laughs> yay yay keep it going for Heather Massey yay 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 and then yay alright uh, and I can put out more um, more guacamole if you guys want for the, for the for the comedy party we're having right here at mutinyradio.fm it's the joke workshop I'm your host Pam Benjamin and we have more comics here we go you guys Uh, Our next comedian, I think, I think we're friends. I think you're the only one that's friends with me on Facebook. Yeah. Everybody
9: put your hands together. It's Juan Jico. I feel like this is like doing a half hour for your friends, so it doesn't count. I've been, uh, I used to live in LA. That's how I know the crew back here were friends, so whatever. Uh, I've been living in New York for the past uh, like six months. I think I'm realizing my role in the world more now, like, I'm just feminine enough to not be a threat to women, and I'm just one snap back hat away from fighting a guy in public. Like I'm very close. It's a weird line. I don't know why guys want to fight me, I don't get it. I'm not sure why that's happening. Uh, I get called uh, uh, sir a lot, which is fine, I'm cute, I, I got over it a long time ago. Uh, <laughs> I was recently at the airport. I was at JFK, flying to wherever I was flying to, and it was like 6 AM, so there's nobody there. And uh, I was washing my hands in the bathroom. And all of a sudden, this woman walks in, dark blue shirt, like blue stripes. She obviously works for TSA or whoever she works for. She works there. She walks behind me, walks into the bathroom, gets in the bathroom stall, looks through the crack of the bathroom (laughs) stall, sees me, jumps out, stands next to me, starts acting like she's washing her hands. Then she stops me and says, excuse me, I'm sorry. Is this the woman's bathroom? I just, I just told her no. I don't know how to respond. <laughs> it was so intimate. I didn't know what to say. Like, she works for the airport. She should know where the bathroom is. I don't know why she needs me. Anytime I've ever worked at a job, I've always known where the bathroom is. Like, I've never walked into an office, and they show me the office and be like, hey, this office is nice, but I need to see where I'm spending the majority of my time here. That's how I. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't know why people think it's socially acceptable to ask someone in the restroom what gender they are. That's a weird place. It's like, hey, I just pissed at myself. Also, are you a guy? That's weird. I don't get that. I don't understand that. Like, if I was ever going to ask somebody if they were a guy, I'd do it at a place like Dunkin' Donuts, like somewhere cool. uh, I'd just buy someone a dozen donuts, walk up to them, and be like, hey, are you a guy or a girl? Also, I have donuts for you. That's right. Full stomach. We'll talk about it. I don't drink anymore, so I'm very boring. I don't know. <laughs> a lot of times now, I just go to bars just to hang out. Like, I go to New York bars and just chill in the back and just, like, stare. Uh, it's always awkward trying to approach women when you're sober, just like, hey, I've been waiting for you all night long. <laughs> like, it's weird. Uh, like, a, like, a lot of times, it's me and the bartender because I go, like, six or seven where it's quiet. Uh, recently, I was at the bar, and this woman walks over to me. She works behind the bar. She walks over to my table, she puts her hand on the table. She goes, hey, excuse me, I'm sorry. Are you okay? Why can't I just be alone and crying at a bar like an adult? I don't know. Why is that not okay? I don't know where else to go. We're adults, I don't know. Y'all know somewhere else? Like if I'm crying at a kid's baseball game, some adult's gonna come from around the corner and be like, hey, someone should get this woman to a bar right now. That's how bars work. That's how bars work, right? I also hate bars where I have to like, I try to talk to one girl, I have to entertain her entire group of friends. I'm like, I'm just cool enough for maybe one person, not six, I don't know. Why I have to do this? Like the, the best part about not drinking if you don't drink is I never get those are you okay texts the next morning. Like, hey, how are you texts? is like, hey, how are you doing? Are you okay texts? is like, hey, all of us here at Muni thought you died. So we want to know. <laughs> You're still breathing. Uh, like I never get are you okay texts and I'm not on someone's couch. Like I always wake up on someone's couch and I get an are you okay text. And I realize it's not because I wake up on someone's couch I'm getting that text. It's because I woke up on the bar and they drive <laughs> me to the couch. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. I recently had a thing where, um, so I go to Baskin Robbins a lot and, uh, I go to chill, whatever. Uh, I love cookies and cream ice cream, whatever. Uh, I recently went to Baskin Robbins in the Bronx and I, I, showed up and it was the cashier guy and it was the manager guy. And I walked in there and I walked up to the guy. And I'm like, Hey man, can I get cookies and cream ice cream? He's like, yeah. Okay. I was like, yeah. All right. So I stood there and he started scooping the ice cream and he scooped me the wrong ice cream. He gave me mint chip. I took a bite of it and I realized it was mint chip and I told her, I, tur- I turned to the guy and I was like, hey man, you gave me the wrong ice cream cone. And he looks at me, he looks at his manager and they look back at me and they go, hey, that is cookies and cream ice cream. <laughs> what?
1: <laughs>
9: Last I checked in customer service, if you give the customer the wrong order, you're supposed to give the customer the right order, but they just, they just looked at each other and just said, nah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> It's very strange. I don't know you could say no to people in customer service. I sat there and I literally ate the ice cream like I had like a ball and chain to me. Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, they said no, I should just eat this right <laughs> now. Somebody should have told me that I used to deliver pizzas a long time ago. Uh, I used to deliver pizzas, and the worst part about delivering pizzas is, like, anytime you show up and people give you exact change, like, you have to give them their change. Like, like if it's a $15 order, somebody can give you $15.60, and you, can, you have to give them the $0.60 cents back. Like, one time, I, I drove all the way up to this guy's house, and, uh, and his order's, like, maybe $20. And he gave me, like, uh, $20.50, and he wanted his $0.50 cents back. So I have to go to the gas station and give him $0.50. Cents. Okay, that's not going anywhere. But, hey. <laughs> Had to say it. Um, what else do I want to say? Um... I feel like I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a person of America, I guess. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of tourists, a lot of tourists in New York. Uh, one time I was taking this guy's photo, and uh, we talked afterwards, and he's like, hey, where are you from? I was like, hey, I'm from Texas. And then uh, I told him my name, and he's like, where's your name from? I was like, Kenya. And then he looks at me, he goes, looks like someone's a long way from home. <laughs> <laughs> and I just stood there, I was like, did I say that wrong? I don't know. (laughs) Like I have a perfect English accent. He still thought I was from Africa. Like it's weird. Like it's funny, it always amazes me how white people will ask my black American friends, hey, what country are you from, by the way, that we brought you in in slavery here? Like I don't get it. (laughs) Do you know? I don't know either, crazy. Okay, okay, I'm done, thanks, bye.
2: Yay! Yay, Wanjiko. Hooray, stay up there, stay up there. Everyone gets to tell you. Hello, tell long time no see, awesome, awesome, you, you are. Yeah, it's no been. I do remember you. Okay, cool. You were a poet, though, right?
9: No, we're,
2: I. We're uh, I was here like a year ago. Oh, okay, I'm I s- came here last year. I was just hanging out. Oh, sweet. Right on. And then we became friends. Yay. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Yay. You're you're really really funny. I really enjoyed. I mean, uh, Tommy, you're uh, you're up. What do you think?
4: You guys are all from LA on a little trip. You guys can go back now. <laughs> This this is our this is this is our workshop where we try shitty jokes and we're all like one year in maybe or whatever and you guys are turning this into a showcase and like being really good and making me think I should stop doing comedy so yeah later but no fucking great just be inspired guys are very y'all are great. like, thank you for coming here, but uh, you guys should definitely be on a showcase somewhere NSF <laughs> get in SF and getting some money.
2: How long NSF. are you guys here for on your trip? Uh, we're leaving tonight. so Oh, you're leaving tonight. So yeah. Right on. So were yeah, you thanks. here all weekend and everything? You were, you, the whole group came up just for the weekend and to have fun. Yeah, we're all,
9: we're all doing. They're doing the Melt. I'm doing oh, right uh, on. Blondies. And I think you're doing Doc's Lab. Oh, Doc's Lab is the best. She's our Doc's Lab, yeah. Have so
2: much fun at Doc, Doc's Lab. Their beers are expensive as fuck, but there's always a great audience, and um and they're really it's a beautiful, beautiful venue. It's like the opposite of here. This is a clubhouse, and that's like a real club. So, hey, you guys, put it together for Juan killing it, yeah! <laughs> Seriously, thank you guys so much for being here. Eat more chips and salsa and guacamole. Take some guacamole with you. Take some strawberries, whatever you guys want. Uh, yay! And tell me next time when you're coming back in town because we can give you a showcase on a weekend, on a Friday or a Saturday. Figure that all out. So just let me know when the group's coming back up. We have a home for you here at Mutiny Radio. Hey, our next comedian. Yeah, he's here all the time on Mondays for Joke Workshop. Put your hands together. It's Ken Suzuki! Ken <laughs> Suzuki!
10: Just be inspired, Tommy. to kill myself No, it's like, it's like their version of like kill Tony. We're giving them feedback. Don't get me wrong, I've got, I'm drafting my letter in my head too. So it's all good. I, um, although I gotta say though, if I do kill myself, there's gonna be no longer any ambiguity of who won the breakup. Yeah, and those are the questions that need to be asked when relationships get started if this goes south. Who wins? No. Oh. Keep it going for ass play, ladies and gentlemen. Yes! Yes! It is a wonderful time to be a deviant in this society anymore. Porn now has it everywhere. There's no more convincing, no more coaxing, nothing. You just go in there like, the butthole? You mean the main entrance? Oh. Man, to be young, to be young again is all I gotta say. I uh, I've just recently performed an open mic at the 24th Street and Mission Bookstore, like a bi-monthly uh, bi- queer open mic. Did not realize this was not necessarily a comics open mic, and that they're, oh, uh, let's put it this way. I just, it went all right. It went all right. I thought I was gonna shit my pants, so I thought I was alienate half the crowd, but no one was triggered. It worked out. <laughs> I, uh, which is imp- which uh, imp- surprised me because you know my mouth it's it's shaped like a microaggression <laughs> i just l- fall out i don't know what i'm doing i think it's when i open with stand up stand up comedy what an ableist term <laughs> so exclusionary so exclusionary i uh, recently have started i recently moved to the bay area and I've recently picked up Spanish. I can order food, have conversations. I recently picked up Spanish because this is America. You know what they say when in Rome. I'm also thinking about learning Chinese now too. Well, because I'm in the Bay Area. Saved by the Sanj, Saved by the Sanj. I think that'll be my tagline to that joke. Ugh. And those are all the jokes I want to work, in. oh, commuting into work. Um, I have to, I don't live in, the, I live in Oakland, so I have to commute into um, SF every day to work. And let me tell you, it's typically a boring commute, but nothing adds an element of thrill to your commute like a bus driver that road rages. Oh, you'll go from, uh, what's going on, to, oh my god! Sir, let him alone, sir, it's no big deal. You don't have to win. <laughs> Commuting to work can be fun, too, because the bar gets so crowded, and that's where I like to play my game, because we're packed in like this. Who thinks they can get away with watching porn on their phone? <laughs> that that's the money shot right there <laughs> surprisingly everybody thank you very much
9: Ken
2: First of all, Ken, with an audience of people that didn't know you, you had like fifteen times more energy than you usually do. Like you actually oh, like. i not
10: trying sure to impress good comedians. You're you're sold it tonight. I mean, no, you guys are amazing. No me wrong, I, but you were inspiring and amazing.
2: Yeah, now, and, you, and you guys have Thanks. seen him before. You you have like you seriously. I'm not fifteen times more um, energy, but you stepped it up four, like two. at least four times. Everything was four times harder. You like, sold your punchlines four times harder. You had four times deeper knee bends. You were, no, you were like, you were definitely <laughs> you were like,
1: allowed?
2: you
10: were on. Well, it's because the, the microphone, the stand is like a pole. You
2: were like, well, your jokes were on tonight. And I think it's because uh, the audience served you well. So that's really exciting. I, I mean, this is the best I've seen you, I think ever.
4: Agreed. Uh, yeah. And, and, I, I, <laughs>
1: and,
4: and I don't mean that it a dig. Um, I, I've been seeing you, and I'm doing... Uh, actually, I, I haven't heard many of those jokes, but they were fucking cleaner and to the point. And, like, I, all I can... You, you asked me for advice, uh, and I, I'm shitty, so I'm like... Oh. you Keep know, done you, 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 yourself you, that time. You'll go done, places. You've done meandered and, and all that stuff, but you cut... Like, all your jokes were fucking, like, just short, quick, boom, and moved on, and you didn't meander. Uh, otherwise, yeah, otherwise, just... Uh, uh articulate a little bit okay you lose some words in between i do the same fucking thing uh but yeah honestly that was the best that i've seen you do um you know you've you've made me laugh before but like
10: you we were laughing at me but trying. yeah yeah right. yeah
4: which i think was what sanj was doing but uh, but anyways fucking wow. g- g- good yeah i think that was that was uh no great set ken fucking good shit good job, ken. thanks sanj
10: Oh, hello. Hey, you said if we want to talk about murdering someone, I need to talk to you after the show. Uh,
6: yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, All right, perfect. No s- one's ever taken me up on it yet. It's really disappointing. We need to... Well, I got someone. I need to know if we can okay. think of a plan. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, so I, uh, I did... Uh, I really like the, uh the... Bus driver with road rage a uh, mm-hmm. bit yeah, sure. I thought that was uh, really cool and you could definitely go a lot further with that especially because mm-hmm. uh, you know you can really expand on how much more dangerous it is for a bus driver to have road rage and the way higher potential for uh, something to go awful so you can really like go deep on that one so thank you thank
2: you all right he's going deep put your hands together Ken Suzuki yay <laughs> Woo-hoo-hoo! Yes. Yeah. Our next comedian up here at the Joke Workshop, he has a show every Sunday night from 10 to midnight. It's brand new. It's called Old Soul Radio. He guys, put your hands together. It's Mike Evans, Jr. Right,
1: Can we together? In the potty.
2: Oh, he has an entrance.
1: Yeah.
0: I was like mid-pissed, too, right <laughs> there. I had a feeling I was next. there goes my underwear for the day, huh? Uh, No, so I'm, uh, I'm black, and, um, sometimes, thank you, appreciate that applause, sometimes I forget that I'm black, though, it, uh, but it always occurs to me when somebody's just being racist. Like, the other day I was on the bus, and I heard these two old white guys talking about just like, yeah, you know, slavery wasn't that bad. (laughs) All I could have done it. <laughs> they're just, they're just angry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I thought to myself, I was like, why am I so mad at that? And I thought, oh, cause I'm black. Like that's why, that's why I'm angry. Another incident was a couple days after that, I was going to the dentist to get my teeth filled in cause I had a cavity and uh, my dentist just treats me all differently now. He's like, hey, what's up, bruh? How you doing, bruh? What's up, cuz? And I'm just like, fuck, man. Like, you gotta talk to me like that? All right? Gotta work on that joke. That's okay. <laughs> and uh, another incident, I was in the elevator. Pretty sure you can relate to this. Me and you are of the same. Yes, there we go. We're both black. And. Uh, <laughs> I was in the elevator with this old woman and she just, she just like clenched to her purse. She's just staring at me like <gasps> Like when I was just standing there. I'm not scary at all. Like, I'm not even like a little scary. I look like, kind of like Fresh Prince mixed with Dave Chappelle's like kid or something, you know? I'm not, I'm not a scary dude at all. Like, it pissed me off, because like how would I even escape this situation? If I'm in an elevator with you, how would I steal your purse and get away? I would have to kill you. That's not what I would do. I would kill this person right here who offered that earlier. Oh, man. Uh. <clears throat> so I'm single, and uh, I hate when girls that fuck all my friends don't wanna fuck me. I feel like they always have like some explanation for it. It's just like, no, but like, I'm really trying not to have casual sex anymore, Mike. I'm like, why? Stop at me. Like, why? Why am I the line of self-respect? Why is it me? Just fucks everybody else, and then she's like, Mike, oh, shit, fuck no, of course not, Mike. Damn it. Like, I literally have a friend now, this is girl I used, to, I used to try to hook up with, but my best friend got to hook up with all the time, who's now a porn star. Her name is Sydney Cole. You can look her up. She's actually pretty cute. Yeah, I'm dead serious. <laughs> and uh, she's, she's probably going to talk to me about that one. But, um, but I got mad because like, she wouldn't hook up with me. I'm like, really? You're fucking like grandpa's and shit now, but you can't fuck me back in the day? It's awful. And all my friends are giving her shit right now because she's a porn star who's from our hometown. But I see her as like, I see her as a hometown hero, honestly. You know, I hope she's just taking the best cum shots for my city, you know? (laughs) For San Francisco, she'll do it. I Hope she wins tons of awards. Um, So as you can tell, I I watch porn a lot, where I used to. I recently quit porn. There's been like signs from God, literally planted from God to get me to stop watching porn lately. Are these, porn kills love, porn kills, you know what I'm talking about, those, those, those posters everywhere? Yeah. I'm not the only one seeing them, right? Please tell me, yeah. please tell me that they're everywhere. You see them? Thank you, appreciate it. Thought they were following me for the longest. Um, but yeah, but so I quit and uh, there was this one time that I got caught. I got caught uh, multiple times growing up watching porn. One time, I like just got done. It was just come like all on my leg, just like all right here, right? And I'm in my room and my parents are coming from up the stairs and I hear them. My door is just wide open. So they're just coming coming up quick. And I hear them like, hey hey, son, are you home? And I'm like sprinting. I try to leap up and I pull my leg trying to get up. And so I just come right here. And I'm just limping towards the door. I'm like, no! Please, don't catch me! And I slammed the door before they catch me, guys, and it's great. It's cool that I didn't get any laughs. It was a little <laughs> embarrassing, but it's okay. <laughs> this is a workshop, but everybody's killing tonight. That's the best part. Um, yep, I'm trying to think of another one. <whistles> Thank you. I used to watch porn at my grandma's house, like order it on her TV to the point where she actually switched cable because she was like, why is the bill so expensive? <laughs> She would complain to me all the time. She was like, Michael, I don't know what's happening. My bill is just like $300 more than usual (laughs) every single month. I'm just like, I don't know. You should probably switch to DirecTV. (laughs) And she did, and she hated it. And it was all my fault, but I will never admit that to her. But that's my time, guys. My name is Mike. Have a good night.
2: Yay! Mike Evans Jr. steals his grandmother's money for porn. That's sad. and look how sweet he looks. Uh,
6: with your uh, with the dentist bit, yeah. uh, I think that would uh, work really well if you uh, just took a minute to well not a minute but you know a sec to uh, like establish who you, uh, like how your dentist normally acts and like also maybe establish uh, if he's white or black. And just a, just a couple of basics. Uh, and then I think it would really sell if you're like going to a dentist and he's acting uh, that way. It could be really good. So I,
2: I agree. You didn't mention if he was black or white. And I kind of got that he was white, but I didn't know for sure. So I had to too. fill it in.
4: Like me. Um, you're a come on leg joke, which I don't want to think about anymore, but come on you. You're, you come on a leg when okay. your parents, whatever uh yeah like you need a little capper or just whatever and like you use an act out or whatever and it didn't land but uh just be like i mean i can't think of a reference but just uh throw a you know i'm limp, limping around with on my leg like a or like a uh a disabled fucking hooker or disabled yeah just something like better than that <laughs> or along, but along those lines because that will sell it because you're doing an act out and whatever and the act out isn't funny enough yeah exactly yeah like a fucking like a hooker with a club foot <laughs> Something along those lines, and you'll be able because that's a you know, it's a cool story we've all can pretty much relate, you know, being caught watching. I know, come all over like
2: my that. leg, just all over it.
4: Yeah, just kidding. but uh, and that this bit is great, and I I have a joke just like it, cause but it's mine is like I've reached a level of wiggerdom where white people treat treat me differently, like they're like, hey Chad, what's up Steve? How you doing? what's up my nigga Tommy? Like I'm just like, what the fuck? Why are you? I know, anyways, but uh, but that's a, that's still a great joke, but yeah, that's it. And now,
10: to be fair to the old white couple on the elevator. You look so harmless. It kind of is scary
1: <laughs> <laughs>
10: But I was thinking maybe you could take it in that direction like Norman Bates Or something like you're the black Norman Bates. Is that what them, is that what they think when they look at me? <laughs> or something like that like
2: they, they think he's Dave Chappelle It's just which one of Dave Chappelle's characters is he you know like you just can't tell All right, put your hands together, everybody. It's Mike Evans, Jr. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, joke workshop. You can download his show anytime you want on mutinyradio.fm, but it plays live on Sundays from 10 to midnight, and it's called Old Soul Radio. He and DJ Sam, Professor Sam, do, uh, do hip hop and uh, comedy and the whatnot, good times. Hey, uh, there's two more comedians left here on the Joke Workshop. So uh, we have one more of our LA special fee falls. So everybody put your hands together. It's Mark Alexander.
12: Hey, everybody. Hey. Oh, Lord, Pam. Things have changed in the last 10 months. It's been 10 months since I've been here. Uh, You have a much better stage placement. I like this. Uh, 10 months ago was December and I was here and I was desperately alone. (laughs) (laughs) I was a gay man in San Francisco, desperately alone. And now I come here 10 months in with a long time boyfriend. Here to speak on that experience. The love of my life. Krista McLoney. Hey Chris, how's it going? Uh pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Chris does not do stand-up, do you, Chris? That is correct. Thought this would be a great idea. Yeah. Uh, Chris, do you remember the first day we met? Yeah. It was January 7th? Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what day.
12: (laughs) Here's the thing about Chris and I is that Chris started off as just one of those casual Pasadena (laughs) blow-and-ghosts. Which is a lot different than a Lancaster sit-and-spin. And I get... <laughs> <laughs> That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I picked you up in Pasadena, and you did the blow, and then you just wouldn't go. <laughs> 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 but Chris, you know this. I, <laughs> I don't want you to go. Uh <laughs> Yep Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> uh Chris is this is his second time on stage. How you feeling, Chris? pretty good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can be a little more dynamic. <laughs> yeah. I love this. You're doing great, baby. Uh this is going <laughs> to get weird, but uh, we've been dating for 10 months, and uh, we're trying to live a healthier life in L.A., and uh, we started introducing uh, healthy food into the bedroom. Uh, we've tried an assortment of things. One thing I don't recommend is a brown rice blowjob. <laughs> don't. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. Right, Chris? Oh, yeah. yeah, right? Oh, no. It was it's up. just so warm and chunky, and yeah. <laughs> uh, this is an ex- this is an experience, Pam. Uh I don't know, I don't know, babe. Uh, what else do you want to talk about? Uh, I I love you to death, and it makes it hard for me to write new jokes because you're great. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, makes it hard to talk about your faults because you're at every mic. Wow. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to end this because this is probably two minutes too long. But Chris, uh-huh. <laughs> I love you. Let's get off the stage. Okay. <laughs> love you too.
2: Yay! Love. Yay! Yay! Love Immunity Radio on the Joke Workshop. Yay! And then yay! Heartfelt sentiments and beauty and wonderment and love.
13: Well,
4: well that that was a little more uh, performance-arty, but still very yeah. funny. Thank you. Uh, uh, I, I Just as a white male in San Francisco, I want to say the face I made when you said br- uh, brown knight, r- rice uh, blowjob wasn't because I'm hom- homophobic. That just sounds gross on any level. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> so I was just like, I was just literally, I was like, like my father thinking about gay sex. I was like, bah, you know, but... <laughs> uh Wow, that was awesome and I literally thought you were going to break up with him <laughs> <laughs> like I thought that's where that was going because I, sh- I had no idea what was going on and then uh, so if you're going to do that maybe throw that in and just fake fucking because you guys are in love that's all fucking that was weird and awesome and rad but uh, uh, yeah maybe play with it like that but otherwise fucking great set and uh, congratulations man I can't Appreciate fucking thank get for for
1: thank
2: Yeah. what is a brown rice blowjob is, is it brown
12: um, wait, wait wait I, does, I, I have to ask him a question good to see you.
2: Can I ask you a question first? Yeah. Is a brown rice blowjob when you're eating warm brown rice and you suck a dick? Or is there something else? Like, do you stick your dick in the warmer? I'm are you Yeah. yeah. I, I just go with it. I just go with it.
12: Yeah. You, you, you take a spoonful of brown rice and then you go down on that dick. Oh.
2: <laughs> so it's like kind of like, but softer than grape nuts, but there's still well, some bran in there. There's still yeah. some. Okay. I gotcha. All yeah. right.
10: I think it's though. I mean, to be fair, guys, most guys say they want like a chunkier, sloppier blowjob anyway. I mean, take it to this level. Right. God. But I, uh, first of all, I gotta say that for the most adorable set I've ever seen, that was beautiful.
12: Oh, thank um, you. Um,
10: was I don't know, do you plan, do you do this often or is this all spon- spontaneous? Uh, I've never
12: done this before. <laughs> okay. Never put him on the stage before.
10: Because I thought, like, when you said it's hard to write about, I'm like, yeah, keep like digging in and blaming him for like your your writer's block and lack (laughs) of creativity, and then you could expound on that, like the conundrum I'm happy, so fuck that guy, because now I'm in a happy place and I can't write jokes.
12: (laughs) (laughs) Chris said, please don't. Never mind. (laughs) Oh, and uh,
10: if you just cook the rice for much much longer, it'll be less chunky.
2: Thank you. (laughs) Big hints from Ken Suzuki. (laughs) Hey, you guys, clap wildly. Mark Alexander. Yay! Performance art. Yay! Yay! Okay, so the very last comedian is me. So yay, me! Yay! You guys are crazy. This is a crazy audience. Yay! Yay. Thanks for being here. Uh, I love that uh, you guys are feminists. I can tell you've talked about on stage, you all seem to be feminists. I am a feminist. Uh, I'm just gonna say a few things about feminism and then I'll talk about dicks in my mouth. Are we okay? Is that a thing? Yeah. Uh, Knock, knock. Feminism. I can get my own fucking door, thanks. It's kind of like the precept of feminism. Am I right? That's how feminism works. I can, I can do that shit by myself. Uh, how many feminists does it take to screw in a light bulb? What? Cats! Cats, cats, cats! 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 I fucking love cats. It's absolutely true. Uh, I've been trying to be the perfect girlfriend. I don't know if anyone else has tried this. So I was sucking my boyfriend's cock while he was playing Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to be perfect, but like... Tw- like, halfway through that 12-minute game, he realized he couldn't sustain his attentions adequately on both tasks. And so he had to choose Call of Duty or Call of Booty. Wh- which would you choose? Yeah! Oh, love it! He's, he's a white guy, so he chose the first-person shooter game. Um, I just I just wanted him to shoot me in the face. And... Yeah. Well, the only person he wants to shoot in the face is a 12-year-old boy who lives in Korea. <laughs> Come on, you guys, let's get these fuckers. <laughs> I, I want him to be a little bit more dirty in the bedroom. And we're both pretty vanilla, so he was like, oh, I don't know what to say, I don't know what to do. And I was like, will you put on the headset? Because <laughs> I've, I've heard what you say to those 12-year-old boys in Korea. <laughs> I'm going to put my gun in your pussy mouth. What does that mean? (laughs) Say that to me. Say it to me. That's what I want. Uh, So I'm a nanny. (laughs) I I take care of people's children for money. That's what I do. Not in a sexual way, just in a totally (laughs) clandestine. Babies dealing with a lot of poop and butts and stuffed Diapers. Yay, diapers. And I think a lot of weird nanny thoughts. Like, why do babies' pants have pockets? <laughs> why? What, what purpose could they possibly serve? I hang out with a 22-month-old and he has a pair of cargo pants with six pockets, okay? He can't even put his own socks on. Like, he's, what, he can't even put his own hands in his own pockets. It's absolutely ridiculous. He's, I don't know what he's putting in there. But I, I finally figured it out. Uh, that's where I put my drugs. It's, it's, it's absolutely the only safe place because babies understand the mechanics of zippers at like 15 months. So my backpack is not safe. I can no longer keep my weed or my cigarettes in my backpack. It all has to be on his person. Uh, also, the police will never search a baby. It's never, they'll never do that. Uh, so I do, I hang out with lots of different kids. I hang out with these six-year-old twins. Uh, they live in this neighborhood. They're just darling, sweet, wonderful children. And I like to foster creative play. So this one time, they tied me to a desk chair with yarn and they put tape over my mouth <laughs> and they got out a laser pointer and at uh, first they stuck it to my wrist and they were like, oh, I'm cutting off your hand. And I was like, ah, oh, ah, oh, it hurt. Fostering creative play, being a good nanny. Uh, and then they took it to my foot and they were like, oh, I'm freezing your foot! And I was like, oh, it's so cold, oh, I can't handle it, ah. Good nanny. Uh, and, and then they put it up to my chest and they said, oh, I'm breaking your heart! <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like, Daria, you need to stop, okay? <laughs> you two are playing a game called police state of your own volition. Like, <laughs> What did I do? What did I do wrong? What could I possibly have done? And they put their little six-year-old heads together and they're like... You stole a laptop! (laughs) (laughs) What kind of fucking Islamic police state is this? You cut off my hand because I stole a laptop? Are you serious? I didn't say fucking because I'm a good nanny. And they looked at me and they said, well, if you were black, we would have shot you. (laughs) I'm like... It's not me, it's society, you guys. Blame society, too much TV. What are these kids looking at on the internet? It's terrible stuff. I was like, I need to read you guys a book. And they were like, oh, okay, book. So I started reading them Gulliver's Travels. Total classic, super awesome. And I got to the point where Gulliver gets tied up on the beach by hundreds of tiny little men. And I got kind of excited, you know? Because I started imagining, like, what if I was Gulliver? And what if hundreds of tiny little men were tying me up on the beach, you know? And then like some of them get like a weird little wagon cart with strawberries and they're like feeding me strawberries on the beach. And then like maybe like 10, 12, 15 of them get together in this like Cirque du Soleil pose, you know, like a, like the biggest, smallest dildo in the world. Like, and you guys, I don't know how to make a, a gangbang rape fetish fantasy look cute, but I'm going to try, okay? <laughs> It's a a Lilliputian gangbang. There's like 15 of them in there at once. It's like the cutest thing. It's just so cute. I just love it. Uh, Speaking of other things you probably shouldn't put inside your body, uh, guys keep trying to put their balls in my mouth. And I'm like, all right, let's deal with my issues. I'm hungry. Um, So if you could dip your nutsack in some marshmallow fluff and then roll one ball in chocolate chips and the other ball in graham cracker crumbs. Because if I'm going to have your sweaty nutsack in my mouth, I kind of want it to taste like summer camp. <laughs> <laughs> S'more dick, please. <laughs> less less balls. S'more dick. OK, thank you guys. Yay, I've been Pam Benjamin. This has been really fun. Um, seriously, like, thank you guys so much. This has been like the best joke workshop ever in the history of joke workshop. It's been an amazing night all night long. I mean, you have comments for me. Cool.
4: Uh, Good job. Thanks. But I just want to reiterate what you just said. Uh, thanks for the out of towners. Fucking hey, this this usually is super hard, man. There's yeah, four of us. We've all heard our same jokes and shit, and you guys are all like responsive and cool and also really good. So thanks. Come back next time you're around. Fucking and am I wrong that y'all look like a UNICEF commercial though? <laughs> like y'all y'all got like each one. Besides, like one me, like like I ho- hope. No, I'm not too start riffing. Anyways, but yeah, thank you guys. Uh, this is the best fucking workshop we've ever had. That was yeah, fucking better, that. better than most Fridays even. It was really really Fuck. good.
2: Yeah, the quality here was nice supreme. And the po- podcast will be up very very soon in the joke workshop section of Mutiny Radio. Uh, dot FM website.
6: Uh, thank you for having us. And uh, Lilliputian gangbang is a great phrase. So thank
2: you. Yeah. If anybody, if you guys wanna take home, I have two more big pints of um, guacamole, so people should take them if you're going anywhere and you would eat it. Please take the guacamole. Yeah. It's in the little refrigerator. <laughs> and, um, and there's another thing of strawberries too, if you guys wanna take some strawberries to go. Okay, keep clapping, Yay!
4: Rides over the fires of the future's face porcelain and lace. Heroic visionary, salmon, female canvas leggings, jumble size,
1: expanse of his thighs. His puncher like an angel inside. The barbaric ruins of Atlantis stretch out leather fields of flame, That her men have made. Use the straps and tie me to the anti gravity clock of the ship. Give me just the tip Row is your concubine. Abraham Lincoln, you are the one who brought us angel
4: dust and beans. It passes through your jeans. His beard severe is like
14: an anvil. Kiss the floor and feel his fleshy tool wiping up the drool. Lincoln's gonna come in your mouth. When you did the word problem for uh, America, it, you could play on weight. Like, uh, <clears throat> Carter Johnny's family weighs two ba- two thousand pounds. How many family members does he have? Two, three, or one?
4: <laughs> like saying like they're like he's
10: hiding them. In, mm. the American, they're, they're obese. obese. Oh, Americans uh, are fat. Uh, okay, oh. okay. Right. Um, yeah.
14: Go ahead.
13: Uh, okay, so when you're telling that joke about, um, you know, like, the Mexicans are doing the way harder word problems, and um, I think that if you actually stress up how harder it is, because you're throwing in percentages, and, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, you know, uh, you know, like, Karen has bought an iPad for $399. She has $500 in her pocket, and if sales tax is 9%. And, um, like, I think that there's uh, a corporation joke in there, mm-hmm. and I also think that... Um, you know, it's just kind of funny, like if you play up, like if you make it even more difficult, just because how just stupidly inferior the American education system is, and if Mexico is just doing like percentages and division and shit, like for their word problems, I think that that has a lot of mileage to it. Okay,
14: cool. Um, same on that first joke, uh, when you were talking about like watermelons in terms of, I can't remember what the other thing was. Donkeys. Yeah, watermelons in terms of donkeys. That's what I thought was funnier. And when you went to like the 1850s, uh, that's what I thought you were going to talk about is like a, a like a barter economy like yeah, yeah. why are they? Why are they learning how to like uh, trade right. in terms of like other things instead of money? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so like I don't know that's what I like that's where I thought that punch was going It was right. like uh, yeah in case she time travels back to the 1770s and has to barter for all of her uh, right, yeah. Whatever, but yeah, actually I
4: have some stuff about the bartering. I mean, it's like, you know We don't want people to think they have an economy where you can purchase goods and services with
0: Money.
14: Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. yeah, shit like that and that could go in between like the mm-hmm. second stuff and and yeah. uh, like the go before the Mexicans have it way harder. And okay, then right. I thought there was the opportunity for a call back to barter shit at the end when you were mm-hmm. talking about Tijuana there was like a barter yeah, system yeah, yeah. joke there. So you could connect it all and, you know, do that sort of thing. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah.
13: Also, it might be a little racy, but when you were talking about, you know, like the kids having pills in their backpack, like, uh, instead of, like, why is he selling it out of a Hello Kitty backpack, like, how many hours until it gets busted by the cops? Mm-hmm. Something like that, like, or, um, you know, like, Jim has 12, 12. I thought the Hello
2: Kitty backpack was awesome. I wouldn't change a thing about that. It's a great detail. It's totally funny. It's, it's and it, it twists well, the joke on its head because you think you're going to say one thing, and then, and then that's the misdirect is that it comes out of the backpack. Well, listen to Pam. She's the
1: professional. Huh.
2: I thought that whole, that, that whole thing is a, an incredible premise. I've never heard it before. Really funny. So oh, yeah, that whole thing that. is spot on.
3: Thank you, Pam.
2: Yeah. Thanks, guys. Does anyone else have comments? Okay, and then slap your paws together. It's David Roth. Yay! <laughs> yay! All right, uh, our next comedian uh, is coming on up, so we're gonna get someone else in there on the panel. Please put your hands together, everybody. It's Beau Troxclair. Guys and lady, hi. Uh,
14: so I've been thinking a lot about uh, I've been uh, thinking a lot about drugs recently, about Woo! drug re- legalization. Um, like I really like the idea of legalizing pot. I think it should happen, but mostly because it appeals to the hipster in me. You know, like I want to be able to tell my kids someday later that like, oh yeah, I smoked pot before it was legal. (laughs) Um, But if we did legalize drugs, there'd be a lot of things that we had to figure out, right? Like we'd have to figure out what the DEA would do and I think I have the perfect idea we should just make it like a FEMA, but for bad parties. You know, like you're sitting there like nobody's having a good time, the guys and the girls are mixed up. They're like, oh shit, it's the DEA and they brought coke and bitches, oh yeah, sweet party. I had a thought the other day about weed, weed is legal in North Korea. I don't have a joke for that, but I feel like I should have a joke for that, like, it's, like it seems like a weird topsy-turvy world that we live in, where like North Korea is this crazy, you know, backwards regime, but at the same time they like have legal weed, so. Um, I had a friend of mine call me the other day, um, and he was a guy that had always been down on me while I was in high school for smoking weed, he was like, oh, you're never going to accomplish your dreams. If you smoke weed, you're never going to accomplish your dreams. He called me up the other day, and he had some good news for me. I, uh, he's like, hey, man. He was like, oh, yeah, I got glaucoma. And I was like, oh, yeah. 2020 vision, bitch. Okay, I <laughs> fucked that one up. I fucked that one up. Uh, see here. More drug thoughts. Uh, people say black don't crack, but the 80s would say differently. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I'm glad I got that one. It's, uh, <laughs> um... One thing that worries me about uh, drug legalization, though, is we have too many irresponsible drug users. Too many irresponsible drug users. Like, for instance, weed is basically legal here in California. uh, But who, like me, is smoking it without a license? Yeah? Oh, yeah. See, this is what I'm talking about, irresponsible weed users. Every single one of you, because no responsible weed user would ever answer that fucking question. (laughs) That's the third commandment. Culture yourselves. Never trust nobody. Okay. <laughs> well, what brings that up is uh, I saw this article the other day about this woman, uh, or is was this woman from CNN. She wrote an article for the New York Times about the, the pot scourge that was sweeping across our nation. She went to Colorado and decided she was going to try it out. Her name is Maureen Dowd. She went to Colorado and she got there and she didn't want to smoke. You know, She felt, they felt too, too bad on her lungs. So she decided that she was going to eat a pot brownie which rookie mistake first of all if you've never tried weed before don't try a pot brownie but she she took it like an hour nothing happened so she ate another pot brownie <laughs> which is the worst thing that you can do if you've never tried pot before because she, she proceeded to go back to her hotel room lie on her uh, bed and she sat there for hours thinking that she was going to die and of course that shit's going to happen because that's like if you've never tried alcohol before and you go to a bar and like you walk in you're like you know I've never drank before but give me a bottle of tequila I'm finishing it tonight <laughs> of course you're going to drive to the hospital because you think you're dying and you're probably going to hit three Pomeranians on the way there because you think if you hit them maybe you'll get extra points Um, let's see here and then I I wanted to think about what would what would a drug class like I want to teach a a drug class to children like how to use drugs responsibly and that would be the end of that joke but I haven't written it yet and if you guys have ideas I'd love to hear them but anyway yeah thanks that's my set thanks guys
2: All right, trucks clear.
13: OK, so first things first, that black don't crack joke, keep it, perfect. Yeah. It's 100% cool. I
2: kind of disagree it's really hack. Yeah. I've heard it 50 times 50 yeah. times from 50 different people. Okay. I, I, I think it's hack. I mean, I mean, it's you'll get a laugh, but yeah. hack jokes usually do. I don't yeah. mean to be, I mean, I don't know. You guys can disagree with me, but you haven't heard no, black I mean, and crack I jokes?
14: Had that, I had that feeling when I wrote that joke. Yeah. Like, and it has to have been done before. Oh, oh, right, okay. maybe like Reagan did that sort of shit. Well, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah like on right, something like that. But uh, okay. otherwise,
13: parents are Thank Maybe uh, Reagan, yeah, 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 yeah I agree. Um, And when it comes to te- teaching the class, like um, I, I think um, something about you know, if you're going to teach them how to you know go responsibly, and you had your number three rule for you know like who here does things irresponsibly, flush out that list. Like have a list of rules. Oh, and then okay. you can bring it up, like you know, well, like we're the, t- the
14: third commandment I was referring to is the uh, the ten crack commandments. It's never
13: trust nobody. Right. Yeah. So I, I mean, like, could
14: just go into that list. Yeah. Like, just, yeah I'm just, not
13: familiar with that list. Yeah. <laughs> bring. bring that Yeah. Yeah. Bring out that list, and then when you're, you know, and then you can use that as a callback later, because then you'll be like, okay, so who's paying attention? And you'll ask like, who's irresponsible? And you'll be like, see, you aren't paying fucking attention. I already told you rule number three. And, and uh, yeah, do this what you will, but I thought you were going to tell your kids, like, uh, or your grandkids, you know, I smoked pot, uh, you know, when it was still cool, you know, like, before it was cool, like, I smoked pot when it was still cool, like, once it becomes legal, it's not going to be cool
14: or, you know. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. yeah. About uh, North Korea having weed and it being legal there, you could make a joke about maybe that's why Dennis Rodman went there. You know, back what he did. No shit, no shit, I wrote that down. like, maybe that's why Dennis Rodman goes there. Uh-huh. <laughs> also,
13: also you can go into like it's legal there. I wonder if it's any good because you know primarily that country's gr- graying and getting worse. Yeah, if you're
7: trying that DPRK push. Yeah. Or, or.
13: <laughs> You know it smells like cabbage, but man it gets you or you know like it's legal there, and that kind of explains a lot of everything else
7: it it doesn't smell like cabbage, it smells like a depression uh, that,
13: that sad. It, too, too much it like <laughs> Too soon. That made me sad.
2: I'm still looking up I'm still looking up crack jokes on the on the internet to see if 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 uh if there if there is one uh there's a lot about Whitney Houston's funeral. <laughs>
1: uh
2: joke I'm just I'm just I just I I sometimes I'll google jokes to to see, you know, like if it if it if it's already been said or not. So I was I was kind of looking, but it, there's just a lot of cocaine jokes, not a lot of crack jokes. You should check Twitter. Like uh, yeah. cocaine is notoriously funnier than
7: crack.
14: So is, are like a lot of them like people say black no crack, but Tina Turner would like
2: uh, it's, this is, these are the ones they, they have. Um, what's black on the outside and white on the inside? Whitney Houston's nose. Aww. What does a drug addict dream about on Christmas Eve, building a snowman using only cocaine? <laughs> Did you hear about the duck with a drug problem? He was a quackhead. <laughs> uh, what do you call? <laughs> what do you call a person addicted to both cocaine and marijuana? A crackpot, uh, but they don't have that one. What do you get when a drug addict bends over? His butt crack. Uh, what film is getting its lead actress, Lindsay Lohan? A lot of Oscar buzz, coke whore. I don't get it. Um, someone else gets it, that's great. I don't. Oh, okay, <laughs> I'm like, I don't get it. But um, there you go, what, what did Courtney Love say after losing 45 pounds in four months? Crack is delicious. Yeah, <laughs> cocaine is yummy. <laughs> anyway, so your joke isn't on there, so no. hey, all power to you. Woo! Ooh. So I'll uncross cross it out.
13: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you do that. Take but. that, Muty radio. <laughs> yeah, take,
14: take that, internet. i am done it. But I mean, but that's, that's the problem. So I guess this is the question then. It does feel sort of hacky, right? Like, because it's just such like, a quick one-liner, so should right. I inject I mean, it regardless? you're
13: I your do is you should tweet it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tweet. we yeah. talk, it's not
11: on Twitter. In all, I
13: mean, all deference to hackiness, it did get you your biggest laugh in the night. Right. Yeah, well, and sure enough, sure enough. I, I don't know. It kind of went with the whole theme of everything. So I mean, like, if you're going to have, like, a whole set about this, having a couple of quick one liners to throw away about it, probably a good thing if you're gonna get like a solid five.
14: But yeah, that, yeah, I don't think it goes with the rest of the because, like, the theme I'm trying to, and I'm taking way too much time right now, um, but the theme I'm trying to do <laughs> is like, is like <laughs> teaching people to be a responsible drug user, and that's just like a race, joke. right? So it's like it does uh, like, yeah. But anyway, I'll, I'll get yeah. out of here. Thank you guys. Woo! <laughs>
2: Uh, All right, so uh, we have, I'll play this really quick. This is uh, W. Kamu Bell doing a crack joke, saying, good black don't crack. Let's see what that's about. Uh, I had it all stored up and ready to go. It's on Comedy Central. Uh, W. Kamu Bell, good black don't crack. If anybody knows, he's actually from San Francisco. Uh, And let's see what happens here. Hopefully there's not a commercial. I hate it when there's a commercial. You guys are like-